Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players, searching for clubs, find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match, MatchHark. Welcome to Selk Grassroots. This podcast and all of our podcasts are sponsored by the Down to Play app, Match Arc, Magpie Recruitment, Skipper Sportswear, The Grassroot Graphics, Borden Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Awards FC, and A Rush Laser Tag. Our charity 11 team is sponsored by Borden Sports Stop Bullying Campaign, Black Eagle Athlete, Arithmetic Accountants, and our shirt sponsors, front of shirt sponsor, is at NJPGD. Let's get on with it. Hello, and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Celt Podcast. In our Premier Division, Highgate Albion 2, Olympia 3, Heavy Hitters 6, The Wrongans 3, Gowell Stars 1, Millwall Club, The Football 4, Park Rolls 5, Northwest Wanderers 2, and in our game of the week, Mehmet Chikgalata nil, Zaza 3. Very good result for Zaza. I actually had Mehmet Chik winning this game, even though Zaza had got the better of them in previous meetings in the Barnet League. Uh, but another good result for Zaza as well. They've been playing quite well this season. Some good football as well, good young team. They pick up another three points on Sunday. Into the championship, Barnet Borough 4, Hinton under 23s 3, Horizon 1, North London Athletic 5, Comic Kabir 3, Supreme Athletic 3, and Enfield United 5, Showtime 1 in our game of the week. I actually had it down as a 4-2 Enfield United win, so I expected them to win, just not as comfortable as the scoreline shows here. Um, that's five wins in a row for Enfield United, started off the season very well. Division 1, AFC Oakwood 1, South Tottenham United 2, Trent Park 1, AFC Rose 0. Uh, disappointing result. Performance was there, just not as clinical as we were last week and we got punished um, by the odd goal uh, in the game from a free kick that, you know, they got to the loose ball off the free kick and, and scored. Uh, but the performance was there. Uh, it's been a lot better than the first week. We've actually improved week on week. And yeah, we're a bit disappointed not to get at least a point from it. Um, in our game of the week, AFC Rosa 2, Fireside 5. I had this down as a two-all draw. I thought it'd be a competitive game. But it looks like Fireside just managed to get the better of AFC Rosa and pick up a nice win as well. Good win for Fireside. Uh, I believe they lost in the league a few weeks ago. I think they lost in the first week to South Tottenham United. So... Good bounce back from them. In Division 2, only one game. Anatolians nil. Ammonia Youth 2. Division 3, Armenian Youth Association nil. Albany Athletic 2. And AC Finchley 2. North London Athletic 7. In Division 4, Northwest Wolves 2. Cricklewood 1. Roman Reporters 3. Camden Lock 1. Shentry Athletic 2. Locomotive Thunder 1. And Whetstone FC 4. EFNS 4. Division 5, Atletico Grammar 8, Radlett Town 3, New Barnet 1, Mill Club of Football 2nd 7. 
In Division 6, Ammonia Youth Reserves 7, no ball games, nil. Southgate Rovers 2, Racing Keeblers 2. AFC Trent 0, Royal Parthenope 1. Into the Veterans Division, in the Veterans Division East, Alexandra Park Vets 5, Crouch End Vampires Vets 1, and Trent Park Vets 4, London Lions Vets 2. And in the Veterans Division West, Ivy Leaf Dolphin Vets 3, West London Vets 2. Into the Cup Action, in the London Sunday Trophy, FC Deportivo 0, Oakwood A 4, Pantera 2, Daglanta 4, Wenlock Arms 2, New World 5, Boss Jam 2, Interman Razor 24, 2, Interman Razor winning 4-2 on penalties, Continental 1, Crayford Arrows 3, Limited Pros 1, Sopranos 4, North East Lions 6, Northern Eagles 3, Brillic Sport 2, Long Lane 7, in the London Sunday Junior Cup, AFC Cell 1, NLR 2, South City 18, Nissy 2, Camden Lock 1, Maida Via 8, Clapham Common 2, Nissy 5, Enfield Albion 1, Ballon Mariners 4, London Orient 2, South Ballers, uh, sorry, London Orient 1, South Ballers 2, Northumberland Park Rangers 2, South London Peckham 1. And in the Veterans Cup, London Turkish Masters Vets 1, FC Shibu Old Stars Vets 6. So looking forward to the fixtures now. In the Premier Division, only two games. Mill Club of Football taking on the Wrongans and North West Wanderers taking on Mehmet Galata. In the Championship, Komi Kabir taking on Barnet Borough. Supreme Athletic taking on New World. And in our game of the week, Hinton under-23s need to bounce back from a defeat against Barnet Borough. They take on North London Athletic. Four wins in a row for them. Very stacked team, North London Athletic. And I believe they'll win this game as well. Uh, I think they'll have too much firepower. I've gone for 4-2 win for North London Athletic there. Into Division 1, Inter and Razor 24 taking on AFC Rose. Beryllic Spore taking on AFC Rosa. And in our game of the week, Highgate Albion seconds looking to bounce back from that first defeat of the season. They lost to Inter and Razor a couple of weeks back. They take on Trent Park. Very organised team as usual, Trent Park. Um, I think this is going to be a tight game. I've gone for a one-all draw. In Division 2, Pantera taking on FC Deportivo. Anatolians taking on Sopranos. And another game of the week. Uh, very good game this should be as well. Two of the teams towards the top of Division 2. Underdogs taking on Ammonia Youth. Uh, I think Underdogs will just have too much for Ammonia Youth. Gone for them winning 2-1 in this game. Division 3, AC Finchley taking on Armenian Youth Association. AFC Edmonton ta taking on AFC Muswell Hill. Albany Athletic taking on NLR. And Northumberland Park Rangers taking on North London Athletic Reserves. In Division 4, Camden Lock taking on Locomotive Thunder. Roven Reporters facing Nissi. Whetstone FC taking on Maida Via. And EFNS taking on Cricklewood. 
in Division 5. Enfield Albion taking on Atletico Grammar. Radlett Town taking on Coney Hatch Athletic. In Division 6, Nissi Reserves taking on Royal Parthenope. And Noble Games taking on AFC Trent. In the Veterans Division, in the Veterans Division East, AFC Muswell Hill taking on Roven Reporters. Alexandra Park Vets taking on Trent Park Vets. And Continental 58 Vets taking on London Lions Vets. In the, oh, and we also got Crouch End Vampires Vets taking on London Turkish Masters Vets. And in the Veterans Division West, Ivy Leaf Dolphin Vets taking on Brookhouse Vets into the Cup action. In the Roger Jones Challenge Cup, Camden Lock Reserves taking on Continental. Edmonton Rovers taking on Real Menza. New Barnet facing Millwall Club, the football seconds. Ammonia Youth taking on South Tottenham United. Shentry Athletic taking on London Orient. Southgate Rovers taking on Racing Keeblers. And Underdogs Reserves taking on North West Wolves. And then we've got the London Sunday Challenge Cup. We've got a couple of games a week. We've got five in total here. The first of which is Enfield United. First appearance in the London Sunday Challenge Cup. They take on London Sunday Challenge Cup veterans Spartans. And they go into it with five straight wins. Uh, a lot of confidence as well. I think they can win this match. I've I've gone for an upset here. I've gone for an Enfield United win 2-1. Gowell stars taking on Westminster Wanderers. Horizon taking on Joga Football Club in our second game of the week. Olympia, finalist last season, taking on Junction Elite of the Southern Sunday. I think Olympia will have too much for Junction Elite, um, but it'll be a close game at first. But I think Olympia just run away with it. I've gone for a 4 2 win for Olympia. Um, Park Rolls taking on Hacks United in our third game of. Our games of the week in London, Sunday Challenge Cup, Showtime. Uh, it's not really been a great start for them in the Barnet Sunday Football League. And they've got a really tough test as they take on Beatties, uh, former National Cup champions. Uh, I think Beatties will just have way too much for Showtime. I've got them winning this game 6-2. Um, for me, one of the ties of the round, uh, kind of a tie that's not really been talked about, Zaza taking on Under the Radar. Uh, really tough test for Zaza as well, but they're a team that that plays on confidence, and they're they're a team that will not back down from the challenge. Uh, I've got this game going to penalties. I've gone for a one-all draw. Uh, Hackney Borough taking on heavy hitters, and our final game of the week is former Barnton League team Trabzonspor UK taking on Highgate Albion. Um, I've gone for a three-one Trabzonspor win. Uh, they've still got a lot of talent in that team and I think they'll just have too much for Highgate Albion on the day. And we have London Sunday trophy action as well. FC Kawoya taking on Highgate Albion thirds and Fireside taking on Barking and Dagenham Wanderers. Join us next week where we'll have results in the fixtures from the Barnet League. Hello and welcome to the Bromley South London uh, Football League Park Stoke podcast for this week all around the leagues. Uh, Daniel Hollis here, Secretary of the League, reporting on results from last weekend. 
um, and looking ahead to fixtures from next week to next week and a little update on tables and things as well. Uh, now we're a few games into the season. So fourth week of fixtures and a lot of London Cup games this weekend. So um, not as many league fixtures as usual. So let's uh, have a look at the league fixtures first, the results, sorry, and then we'll look at the um, how the clubs got on in the London Junior Cup. So first of all, to our John Cooper Premier Division and two games in this division. And the first one ended Orpington Reserves 2, Falconwood Reserves 5. Battle of two teams in the Kent County there. Their first teams would have played each other in Division 2 West last year. Falconwood coming out on top here in the Battle of the Reserves. 5-2 winners away from home. Uh, Sporting Club Beckenham 4, West Wickham Albion 3. Our runners-up from last season, West Wickham Albion, have been welcomed back into the league after initially... Uh, applying to go to the Kent County. Their first game back was a bit of a baptism of fire. Really tough one away at Sporting Club Beckenham, who have started the season like they ended last one in um, winning winning form. 4-3, though. Sounds like an absolutely cracking game. Uh, Elliot Anderson with two. Chris McGinty, their top scorer last year, with one. Those two probably battling out for the Sporting Club Beckenham golden boot this year again. 4-3. Uh, looks like an absolutely cracking game. Down to Jim Hampson Division 1, and we had two games here as well. And the first one, a bit of a surprise, this one, I think. Uh, Beckenham uh, 2, London Legends 3. Uh, Beckham have been in really good form. Uh, two wins and a draw in their first three games, but they lost this one at home to London Legends. Uh, Kevin Akubueze with two for London Legends. Uh, the referee report was at two really good sides, you know, for that level, going at it. Really good pace game, really uh, even game. Could have gone either way. So uh, great to hear. Great to hear feedback like that from the refs. Uh, the other game was a bit more one-sided. Bexley A6, FC Thamesmead 1. Uh, Leicester Lawrence and Ennis Sallow were two each. For Bexley A, a good win for them. A poor result for FC Thamesmead, whose results really do seem to be very up and down. Uh, then Richard Ailing Division 2. We had uh, four games on in this division. The early game finished Beckenham Knights 1, Teviot, Juniors, uh, Teviot Rangers 3. Good win for Teviot Rangers. Um, then we have Blackheath Village 2, Langley Park Athletic 2. In what was a lively game, including a red card there. Um, sounded like an evenly battled game. Uh, on quite a poor surface at the Halley Academy, um, according to the ref. Then Orpington Development 2, Standard Ballers 4. Good win for Standard Ballers. Killen, uh, Kylan Greenwood with 2. They've started the season really well. And Red Velvet, first win of the season for them. 5-1 winners against Falconwood Development. Uh, Neil Jeff with a hat-trick there. 36 years old, getting a hat-trick. That's what we like to see. Um, age is no barrier in this game, I can tell you. Right, on to our domestic cups, first of all, because we did have a couple of um, Bromley Cup games uh, in the uh, fixtures this week. And first of all, we had Stansfield, uh, Stansfield A against Eltham Eagles. And this was the Queen Mary Cup, the cup for all divisions. And Eltham Eagles um, and Stansfield played out a 1-1 draw and Eltham Eagles prevailed on penalties 5-4. They really are cup specialists, Eltham Eagles. Cup finals the last couple of years in the Elizabeth Jakes and a, a, a good win there between two Division One sides in the Queen Mary Cup. So Eltham Eagles in the hat for the next round. Um, the other cup game actually wasn't played. It was a walkover because Groundhoppers couldn't feel the side um, in their cup game. So, on to... Uh, it was against Farnborough. Um, on to the London County Cup and a mixed set of results for us. Um, there were some walkovers. Some teams didn't um, play. So, Latin Elite go through because Chiswick couldn't feel the side. Uh, Catford in our league were supposed to be playing, but they have folded so they um they didn't obviously play their game either um and then Crofton Albion also gave away their 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 tie to Equinoccio so um some teams not playing right games that did go ahead Elton Town great 4-0 win away at Spartans 
Um, don't know much about some of these sides unless they're local. Um, that was a good result. AFC Oldsmith, another 4-0 win for one of our sides against May and Baker Reserves. Uh, again, not a team I know much about. Um, then we had some defeats as well. Park Stars Blue beat Lond uh, Atletico Londres 4-1. Um, and Old Peeps Unlucky, they drew 3 all with Unity and ended up losing on penalties. Um, sounds like a really good game, that. 3-3, three, um, three, three, lost 5-4 on penalties to Unity. Um, it was a local ground, that one at STC. So uh, commiserations to Old Peeps going out. And then the last one, Blackheath got a bit of a lesson here. 7-1 tonking at Hammersmith against Hammersmith, missing some players by all accounts. Um, and yeah, a bit of a bit of a thumping there. So little update on the league tables. We're four games in and the divisions are starting to take shape a bit. So John Cooper Premier Division, Sporting Club Beckenham have won four out of four. They're top of the table. Old Roan have won three out of three. They're on nine points. And AFC Bethwin, well, they won their first two and then dropped points against Farnborough Reserves. Um, so they've got two wins and a draw. Some teams haven't played many. Um, but um, yeah, three teams without a loss look like those three teams who might be the three teams to beat, although West Wickham Albion um, might have some say in that as the season goes on. Jim Hampson Division 1, and from a league point of view, you're looking at divisions being competitive, and this one has been ultra competitive so far. There's only three teams unbeaten, um, and one of them has only played one game. So um, really competitive division. Beckham and Bexley top at the moment with seven points, Londres uh, with six and then uh, Stansfield on five points. Then down to Richard Ailing, Division 2. And again, another really competitive division. Uh, only three unbeaten sides in this Division 2. Uh, Langley Park, top of the pile, two wins, two draws. Uh, and then we've got some teams on seven points. Blackie Village and Teviot Rangers um, start the season well. Standard Ballers, two wins out of two. So that's the top of that table. And actually, Red Velvet as well, one win, one draw. They only played two games and they're on four points. So some um, good-looking sides in that one. It looks like it's going to be a really competitive division as well. On to this Saturday, which is September the 30th, and we have in our John Cooper Premier Division, we have Eltham Town at home to Orpington Reserves, and then we have Old Roan at home to Farnborough Reserves. We've got some teams in cup action and a couple of teams who don't want a game in that one. So there's only two fixtures. Then uh, Jim Hampson Division 1, we've got a full set of fixtures. Um, Atletico Londres didn't want a game, but the other 10 teams are playing. So AFC Oldsmiths at home to Stansfeld. Should be a good game, that one. Uh, Bexley at home to Beckenham. FC Thamesmead at home to London Legends. Groundhoppers at home to Crofton Albion. And Old Peeps at home to Eltham Eagles. Then down in Division 2, which is in Division 2, we've got two development sides, Falconwood against Orpington. Um, I mean, you know, running a third side, particularly when they're fully young players, is just about giving those players access to adult football and seeing how they develop. So results probably not as important for those sides as for some of the others. Uh, then we've got Langley Park Athletic, top of the table against Beckenham Knights. Should be a good game. Red Velvet A, home to Black Heath. Also sounds like a good one. Uh, Standard Ballers against Beckenham Town Juniors. These all look like good fixtures because the division's so close. And then Teviot Rangers against Blackheath Village. So really, really competitive games. In the Ron Pope Cup, which is the cup for the top half of the league, we've got Latin Elite uh, United against West Wickham Albion. Fancy West Wickham Albion based on Latin's results and West Wickham's history, but you never know. And then in the Queen Mary Cup first round, we've got an all-premier um, division tie in Olham against Falconwood Reserves. Should be a really good game, that one. Um, good luck to Bob Burlington, who's refereeing. Should be a lively one. Um, both teams like to play the ball at pace. So some really good-looking fixtures. If I was going to pick one out, I think Olham versus Falconwood in the Cup looks like a cracking uh, fixture. And then some of those fixtures... 
in uh, Division 2 really do stand out. Teviot against Blackie Village, two teams have gone well so far, um, and uh, Red Velvet against uh, Blackheath as well, and Standard Borders against Beckhamtown Juniors. All three of those teams are really going to be fighting up that top end of that table come the end of the season. So um, thanks for listening. That's all from me. Good luck to the teams playing this weekend. So it's going to be nice weather again. Um, I'll speak to you again next week. Hello and welcome to this Corinthian League Roundup for the month of September as we look at how the first month has gone in the league across our eight divisions. And we begin of course in the senior division and at the top of the table so far is Brook Athletic who have won two and drawn two from their opening four games and they sit top on eight points. And that's one point ahead of second place Bay T Squad who have also started the season unbeaten. Two wins and a draw to their name giving them seven points. And it's still very tight because only two points further back are two more sides, beginning with Fly, who sit third with a win and two draws. Also, in fourth place, promoted Critics with a win and two draws to their name so far, also on five points. Down in, in fifth place on four points are Flyhouse Athletic, who have had a range of results, including a win, a draw and a defeat so far. And as I say, four points to their name. Just one game played so far for 6th place Hatch Lane. Of course, the league champions from last season. They did start their season in winning fashion, winning 5-4, in fact, uh, last weekend. Three points to their name. And it's also three points for league new boys, Club 1017, who have one victory to their name so far from their opening three. I think they'll be relatively pleased with that return. The two sides sitting in the bottom two as things stand are 8th place London All-Stars, and ninth place total football, both of whom are yet to record a point. We move on now into Division 1, and at the top of this table are Benchviews, who just avoided relegation last year, but sit top of Division 1 with nine points from three games played, all three games victories. Just behind them are in second place Barkin and Dagenham Wanderers, who have six points, which has come from two wins in their first three games. Again, a good return following promotion. And in third place, uh, AC Milano sit there with just the one game played in the league so far. That brought them three points, and they sit there with a 100% record. In fourth place are Barkin Riverside, who have won one and lost one from their opening two fixtures of the campaign. They're on three points. And two sides sit just below that on a point each. Uh, Sinochi in fifth place have one point from their opening two games which was a draw at the weekend against actually sixth place JK Silvertown who also have that solitary point from their opening run of games one point to their name. Wanstead in seventh place start their campaign this coming weekend so they sit without a point so far as do eighth place St Augustine's who haven't yet picked up a point uh, but only the two games played so far. We move on now into Division 2, and it's promoted Belfry, who lead the way here. Three wins from three so far from the side, promoted up from Division 4 last season. They have nine points to their name. And that tally is uh, the same as Debden Sports Reserves, who sit second. In fact, were top for the first three weeks, but they did lose at the weekend, but they've had a good start. Three wins from their opening four. Cloud9 have had a good start. They sit unbeaten, one of only two sides, in fact, unbeaten. Seven points from their first three games with, with two wins and a draw. And a point behind them are FC Galaxy, who have won two and lost one of their opening three. They sit on six points in fourth place. Colbert Royal Seniors are up into fifth place following the weekend's results. They picked up a first win to go with a draw and a defeat giving them four points from their opening three, a reasonable return for the Division 3 champions last season. 
And just below them, by a point, are Leytonstone Athletic, who have one win to their name from their opening three, giving them three points. The same tally as seventh place Daglanta, who also have three, albeit from two fixtures played, as are East London Bowlers, who have played four games, sitting in eighth place, also with three points. And the last club, part of the three-point crew, are ninth place Ainsley, who, despite two opening defeats, got their first win of the season at the weekend, also giving them three points. Below them, two teams uh, with a point each, so no one without a point so far in this division, very open. Higham Hill sit 10th with one point from three, as do new side Condor, also with one point from three. Into Division 3 now, and it's Upshire who lead the way here, with three wins and a defeat from their opening four games, giving them a one-point lead at the top and nine points. Second place City site are a point behind, remain unbeaten, but have won two and drawn two of their opening four, following their promotion up from Division 4 this season. And in third place, Valence United, with a game in hand, could still go top. Uh, two wins and a draw from their opening three. They sit on seven points. And that's one point more than fourth place Asiano's Vets, who have had a good start to the campaign with two wins from their opening three fixtures. And that's a point ahead of fifth place Sing Saba Barkin. One win and two draws and one defeat for the side from Newbury Park. They have five points and sit comfortably in fifth place at the moment. But in sixth place, AC Milano Reserves haven't been beaten so far, but only played two games, one win and one draw to their name, giving them four points. And that's the same tally as seventh place, JP8, who have won one, drawn one and lost two from their opening four fixtures. Eighth place is Barkin, who, who picked up their first win a week or so ago, um, that giving them three points to their campaign, but three defeats to go along with that one victory. Um, but that's a couple of points ahead of ninth place United Amateurs, who from three games have just picked up the solitary point in a draw, uh, which sees them just on one point. And two teams sit at the bottom with zero points so far. Uh, FC Leytonstone, albeit just from the one fixture played to date, and South Ilford Catholics with no points from their opening two. We move on now into Division 4, and this is led by Byron Redstar, who moved top of the table at the weekend, taking advantage of results around them, with three victories and one defeat from their opening four games, giving them nine points. And that's a one-point lead over the previous um, league leaders, actually, Colbrook Royals Reserves, who um, were held to a draw at the weekend, and that saw them move into second with two wins and two draws. They are still, however, the only unbeaten side, and in fact were unbeaten for the entirety of last season. In third place are Woodford Town um, first team, who have also had a reasonable start to their season. Uh, two wins, a draw, and a defeat so far from the side base at Whitbreads giving them seven points. And that's a point ahead of two teams who are on six, which is Prospect Protégé with two wins from their opening three, sitting fourth, and Eastern Avenue, who came back from a couple of early defeats. They now have two wins on the board and six points, leaving them firmly in mid-table. Warren Senior, who of course were third-place finishers in this division last year, well, they've had a bit of a mixed start. One win, one draw, one defeat for the side based at Westlands in Chadwell Heath, four points to their name. And a very similar record to Silencio, who also have one win, one draw, one defeat from their opening um, three games of the season, also on four points. Cardinals Athletic, with one win from three, gives them a three-point haul, um, sitting eighth in the table. The same number as a ninth place kit out London with a win uh, and three defeats to their name from their four games. 
Um, and Horsonwell, who do sit bottom, but did pick up their first point of the season at the weekend. A draw there with Silencio. One point from their opening four games. Into Division 5, and Manford Way lead the way here. Uh, and the big battle at the weekend was against second place Coppice Row. Manford came out the better of those on the day. Nine points from, from a nine points available. Three wins. Not a goal conceded either so far. A great record to boot. And they're two points ahead of second place Coppice Row, who lost their unbeaten record in that game. Two wins and a draw. A decent start for the side based in Loughton. In third place are Mansfield Rangers, who are another of the unbeaten sides. There's three in this division at present. Two wins and a draw from their opening three and seven points. A couple of sides sit on six points, which is May and Baker EC. Two wins and two defeats. A bit of a mixed start, but they'll be relatively happy sitting fourth at the moment. As are Alpha, who had a difficult start, but have picked up two wins in succession now. Two wins from three, giving them six points as well. Ace Athletics, following relegation, sit in sixth place with a mixed start. One win, one draw, one defeat, giving them four points. This is the exact same um, tally as seventh place Royal Lions B, who also have one of those each results and also sit on four points. Also on four points are Lonsdale in eighth place. A win, a draw, and two defeats to, for the side in Dagenham. They sit in eighth. And in ninth place, it's Hainal Athletic making their debut in our competition. Two draws from their opening two games. Uh, two solid results, giving them two points. And that's there's two sides sitting in the relegation zone at present, beginning with Athletic Newham, who have just a solitary point from their opening uh, three games. And Young Royals, who are so far... Um, without a point from their opening four. Into Division 6 now, and it's Woodford Town Reserves who are leading the way here, albeit only on goal difference, as Chingford Athletic also share that lead. Both teams with three wins from three and nine points. So far, so good for both those two sides. In third place are Mayfield Kings with a, a pair of wins and a pair of defeats, seeing them as one of four teams on six points sitting in third. So on goal difference, London Legacy trail um, Mayfield Kings by a couple of goals, also with a couple of wins and a couple of defeats so far. And in fifth place, Valence United Reserves do have a game in hand on those sides above. Two victories and one defeat so far for the side based in Dagenham. Also in six points are Barking Colts, who lost their first two this season, but have bounced back in great fashion, scoring plenty of goals as well. Two wins and two defeats for the side based in Hainault. In seventh place, it's Bryman's Park, who have won one and lost two of their opening uh, three games, giving them three points. The same total as eighth place, FC Mexico B, who have one victory and three defeats. Epping Royals have one win and two defeats, giving them three points in ninth place. And bottom of the table, as things stand, are Titans United, who remain pointless from their first three fixtures. We finish off in Division 7, and at the top of the table here, and a side have turned the table on its head. Warren United, after finishing bottom last year, are top of the table after four games, three victories and a draw, um, keeping them unbeaten with 10 points from their opening four fixtures. That's a point ahead of second place Debden Sports A, who have nine points from their three victories in those four games. Uh, and that's a couple of points ahead of third place Ridgeway Rovers, who are unbeaten, one of four sides, three sides in the division actually, who are unbeaten. Two wins and a draw from their opening three. And it's the same points total as Colbert Royals A, another of the young sides progressing forward this year. Great start really, two wins and a draw and a solitary defeat there, giving them seven points as well. 
Emerson and Upminster sit fifth, and they're another youth side progressing forward. Two victories out of their first three games sees them on to six points, which is almost exactly identical to Royal Lions C, also with two wins in three, also on six points, just trading on goal difference. Ping City Phoenixes are the other unbeaten side in the division that encompasses a victory and two draws in their first three um, also the highest scoring side in the division, giving them five points. A bit of a gap then, down to eighth place Gatcliffe. Another youth side moving forward this season. Solitary point from their opening three with just the one point to date. Uh, three teams sitting without a point so far this season. Ninth place FC Leightonstone Reserves. Just the one game played, so they've got some games in hand to catch up on. Um, uh, Epping Forest Falcons and Zone 4 Athletic reside in 10th and 11th respectively both teams still searching for their first points of the season and that concludes our roundup of the september action in the essex sunday corinthian football league for more updates with the league please visit our website www.escfl.co.uk and we look forward to bringing you another roundup next month but for now goodbye Hello everyone, it's April here from the Hackney and Leighton Sunday League. The Marshes was extremely full this Sunday and there was a lot of games going ahead with some amazing results. So I'm going to just get started with our Premier Division. First up we have Badu who faced off against City East. I could see this game in the distance and it was a hell of a game it was <coughs> city east were losing and then they come back and drew and then badu would get another goal then a draw but ultimately at the end of the 90 minutes it was city east that managed to nick the three points from badu as the final result was 3-2 to city east next up we have hatley borough who faced off against fc neva Hatley Borough looking really strong this season, but unfortunately for them, it was FC Neva who managed to get the three points as they beat Hackney Borough 5-1. Navarino faced off against Halichina, and Navarino, another good week for them. Another three points under their belt as they beat Halichina 2-0. And then lastly for our Premier Division, we have UK Moldova who faced off against Corundal. And UK Moldova coming back from a loss last week as they beat Crondall 3-2. Moving on to Division 1 now, we have Atletico DFZ faced off against Lancaster All-Stars. And it was Atletico DFZ who were victorious as they beat Lancaster All-Stars 5-3. Azteca faced off against Clapton Community. And Azteca, good result for them. Three points as they beat Clapton 4-1. FC Danista faced off against Mandizi. Neither team could score a goal, both with a point, as the final score was 0-0. Mateo faced off against Loxford Lions. Mateo managed to get the three points and a clean sheet as they beat Loxford 4-0. And lastly for Division 1, we have Stratford Juniors who faced off against Top Grade. Stratford Juniors, what an amazing weekend for you guys as you managed to beat top grade 10-6. Great result for Stratford Juniors and unlucky for top grade. Then we have 
in our Division 2. HL All-Stars faced off against Keys Athletic. This was the game that I said was going to be the most interesting as there's old rivalry between the both teams. Neither team managed to get the win. The final result was 3-all. So a point per team and the reverse fixture will be very interesting to see who is the winner out of them two for the rivalry. Next up, we have FC Carpety who faced off against Docklands. Docklands just managed to get the win and the three points as they beat FC Carpety 2-1. New Team Flamengo faced off against Boca Albion and it was Flamengo who secured the three points and the win as the final result was Flamengo 3, Boca 1. Then Gladstone faced off against Stoke Newington Youth. What an amazing result for Gladstone. Clean sheet. Three points, and they managed to score a massive eight goals. So the final score was Gladstone eight, Stoke Newton Youth zero. Then we have our Division three now. We have Sunday FC faced off against Millfields. Another really good week for Sunday FC as they beat Millfields 4-1. So another three points for Sunday. This division seems like it's their division. Compared to last season where they struggled a little bit, but they seem to be in their stride this season. Then we have CSM London 2. The first team didn't have a game, so CSM London 2, or as we say, CSM London Reserves. In Division 3, faced off against Delta Athletic. And CSM London were victorious with the three points as they beat Delta Athletic 7-2. And then we have FC Wood Green faced off against Limewell Gardens. And it was Limewell Gardens with another victory. In two weeks, so that's three points for Limewell Gardens as they beat FC Wood Green a massive 8-0. Lastly, for our league results, we have Division 4. First up, Community Road faced off against Burbeck Orient. Community Road were victorious as they beat Burbeck Orient 5-2. Next up, we have East London who faced off against South London Sharks. And it was the Sharks who got the three points as they beat East London 2-1. Next up, Gorillas faced off against Wojak. Wojak come strong out this Sunday as they managed to beat Gorillas 4-1. And lastly, for our league results, we have Limas Tigres who faced off against Bebo Badgers. And that game was a point apiece as the final result was Limas Tigres 3, Bebo Badgers three and lastly we have the county cup results so first up we have boundary estate who are away to r star fc after 90 minutes the final result was two all but it was boundary estate who went through four three on penalties so well done boundary estate you are through to the next round of the london sunday trophy well done boundary from what I heard from the feedback, it was a very, very good game. So we at in Leighton Sunday League are very proud of you guys. And we look forward to see who you've got in the next round. The Wenlock were at home to New World FC. And unfortunately, the Wenlock are out in the first round, which is a shocker as they normally have a really good cup run. But they are out of the London Sunday Trophy as New World beat the Wenlock 5-2.
And another Hatley and Leighton team, sadly, that are out of the cup in the first round are Limited Pros, who played Sopranos FC together. And the final score for that game was Sopranos 4, Limited Pros 1. Then we have Fish Island, who are at home to Rose and Cram Welling. And Fish Island managed to get the win, so they are through to the next round of the London Sunday Junior Cup as they beat Rose and Cran 3-0. Well done, Fish Island, and we look forward to seeing who you've got in the next round. And we have London Jaguars, who were meant to be away to Lark Hall, but they reversed the fixture, so they was over at the Marshes. And the final score for London Jags, Lark Hall City, was London Jags 12, Lark Hall City 1. Well done, London Jaguars. That's an amazing result for you guys. And needless to say, your opponents who have got you in the next round will be worried after seeing that result. And lastly, we have London Academics North London Kaisers, which is the Sunday team. North London Kaisers, sorry, are the Sunday team that are in the Hackney and Leighton League. They are a sub-team to London Academics. They faced Hackney Wednesday and needless to say, it was Hackney Wednesday who come out on top as they beat North London Kaisers 7-0 in the Sunday Junior Cup. Hackney Wednesday have been in the Cup before, made it to the finals. So, surprised to see them in the Junior Cup. But as we know, things are political when it comes to County Cups. So moving on without having to get too much into that, especially on a podcast. I don't want to bore you guys with my opinion on County Cups. But well done to all the Hatley and Leighton teams that are through to the next round. And also well done to all the Hatley and Leighton teams that did take part in County Cup. Whether you made it through or you didn't, we're all still super proud. Now moving on to the fixtures for this upcoming Sunday, we have a lot to run through. So I'm going to start off with our Premier Division. Boundary Estate will face off against Navarino. Can Boundary Estate make it another win for them? City East will face off against CSM London. Now I know from previous past, CSM London... And City East have a lot of rivalry, so that should be an interesting game. And Halicina face off against UK Moldova. Now, as many of you may be aware, we have the London Sunday Challenge Cup that's sponsored by Your Fresh TV Sport that is happening this Sunday. And we have three teams from our Premier Division that are in the Cup. We have Hackney Borough, who are at home to heavy hitters. That would be a very interesting game. Let's see how heavy hitters face it over the marshes. As I've said plenty of times before, it's a special type of person that's able to play over the marshes. So let's see how they manage. And we have, surprisingly, an all-Hackney and Leighton tie. So we have two of our Prem teams that are going head-to-head against each other in County Cup. And that is Crondall, who will face off against Badu. So, unfortunately, we know that we are going to sadly lose one of our Hackney and Leighton teams in the first round of the Challenge Cup. But will it be Crondall or will it be Badu? I will be able to feed back to you guys next week regarding that. So, Division 1 fixtures now. 
We have Clapton Community will face off against Stratford Juniors. FC Danista will face off against Azteca. Lancaster All-Stars will face Top Grade. Loxford Lions will face Atletico DFZ. And Mandizi will face off against Mateo. Then we have our Division 2 fixtures now. First up, we have Boca Albion will face Gladstone Wanderers. Docklands will face, face sorry, Flamingo. Keys Athletic will face Limited Pros. Stoke Newington Youth will face h All-Stars. And the Wenlock will face off against FC Carpety. Division 3 now, we have Bow Badgers will face off against Fish Island. CSM London 2 will face FC Wood Green, or should I say CSM London Reserves. Delta Athletic will face off against Millfields. And London Jaguars will face off against Lymore Gardens. Division 4 fixtures now, we have Bebo Badgers will face Gorillas. Burbeck Orient will face Limas Tigras. South London Sharks will face North London Kaisers and Wojak Sunday will face East London. A lot of games going on, so needless to say, we will get a lot of results in the segment next week. Also, we had our draw for our first round of our Dickie Davis Cup, which is Hackley and Leighton's most prestigious cup. We also have just our Divisions 3 and 4 that will take part in the first round because we like the lower division clubs to start off to give them the same amount of time as our higher divisions in the cup. So if you want to see which team will face which team on Sunday the 8th of October, please go ahead to over to our Instagram page, Hackney and Leighton Sunday League, and you'll be able to watch the draw over on the social media. And again, thank you to the Selk guys for allowing me to be part of the podcast along with the other leagues and that's it for now please don't forget to follow our social medias as a lot of things will start to be put up a lot of information a lot of things that you guys can get involved in such as votes polls questions quizzes loads of different stuff is going to start happening as the season progresses but that's enough from me now And as we always say, over the marshes, game on. This is Andrew Gidley with the NRG Kent County Football League Roundup, starting with the weekend results. In the Premier Division, Peckham Town 0, Chipsy 2, Tendon Town 4, Kent United 0. Division 1, Brighton Ropes Reserves 1, Langley Sports 4, Dilltown Reserves 7, Whitstore Town under 23s 0. Minster Reserves 3, Hollands and Blair Reserves 0. Division 2, Bromleyans Reserves 0, Glebe Reserves 5, Chillum 2, Aylesford 2, Crockenhill 0, Wellington Reserves 1, Farnborough Boys Guild 3, Belvedere 0, FC Greenwich 5, Bexley Reserves 2, Fleetdown United Reserves 2, Hawes 1, Kings Hill Reserves 2, St Ports 2, Sellinge 3, Sittingbourne Reserves 4, Stansford OMB Reserves 3, Orpington 2. In Division 3, Charing 5, New Romney Reserves 4, Dartford Celtic 1, Ithill Reserves 3, FC Revo 4, Len Valley 2, Lennon Wanderers 7, Lidtown Reserves 2, Locomotive Canterbury 2, Boca Juniors 6, Tankerton 2, Gillingham Town 2. 
in the cup competitions in the DFDS Kent Intermediate Challenge Shield first round, AFC Rangers nil, Fleet Down United 4, Crayford Arrows against Minster, Minster away win, Cuxton 91 2, Falkenwood 1, Danson Sports against Guru Nanak was abandoned due to a serious injury to a Guru Nanak player. We wish him a speedy recovery. Greenway Aces nil, Idehill 2. Hawes Athletic Reserves, home win against Parkwood Rangers. Hawkinstown 9, Woodnesborough 1. Kings Hill 1, Bermondsey Town 0. Long Lane 3, Rochester City 2 after extra time. Metrogast 1, Littlebourne 2 after extra time. Oxford United 4, Borden Village 4 after extra time. Oxford win 3-1 on penalties. South East Athletic 1, Bexley 6. Welling Park 2, Ashford 3. In the London Junior Cup first round, AFC Lewisham 2, Spaniards 0, Agenda 5, Long Lane Reserves 0, AMG Ballers 1, Goldfingers 1, Goldfingers win 4-2 on penalties, Equinocchial away win against Crofton Albion, Sporting Club Thameswood Reserves 6, Royal Lions 0. And in the Veterans Division, APM 3, Fox 2, FC Didden 1, Sheffield United 4, Rubicon Limerick 0, Snodland Town 2, in Division 2, Insulators 3, Kingshill 1, Medway United 0, Vinters 1. And in Division 3, Biddenden 2, Lennon Wanderers 6, MPE Sports 0, Hans and Blair 12, Raynham 84 2, APM United 7. Moving on to the roundup, Oxford United capped the best week of their season so far, knocking out Premier Division Borden Village in the opening round of the DFDS Kent Intermediate Challenge Shield. They followed up their first league win of the season in midweek, 3-1 at home for Rochester City, producing the upset of the round, going through 4-1 on penalties. The tie finishing 2-2 after 90 minutes, then 4-4 after extra time. James Shields' hat-trick was Oxford's highlight, Borden scoring the first and last of the eight in the 120 minutes of the tie. Shields then converted the first spot kick with Jake Dixon, Jake Williams and Ben Bayoko, all had scored earlier in the tie, adding the others. Harry Fleming's winner sent Kings Hill through 1-0 against another Premier Division side, Bermondsey Town, having scored a 3-0 win in the Bill Mandler Interregional Challenge Cup against the same opponents the previous week. Luke Reed was again among the goals with four as Hawkins hit nine against Woodnesborough. Dawid Baranowski and Connor Eager netted in Ide Hill's 2-0 win at Greenway Aces. Jake Mundy followed up his four-goal display against New Romney in midweek with another as Ashford won 3-2 at Welling Park. Kieran Shrimpton was also on target again, with substitute Jack Price adding the other. Meanwhile, the Roy Guiver has left New Romney following that heavy midweek defeat. Corey Spencer scored twice as Bexley won 6-1 at South East Athletic. Substitute Reese Rani netted twice as Fleetdown were 4-0 winners AFC Rangers. Kieran Hudson's 95th-minute winner clinched Cuxton's 91's 2-1 win over Falkenwood. The winner came moments after the Division 1 side had levelled the uh, tie from the spot. In the Premier Division, Nathan Light and Rhys Blythe continue their prolific starts of the season with a goal apiece in Tenterton Town's 4-0 win over Kent United to move them into fourth spot in the Premier Division. Paul Lee made it 7-7 as Chips had won 2-0 at Peckham. Top Amber added the other as Chips completed a fifth away win of the season to join top two Hawkinge and Halls Athletic on 18 points. 
Elsewhere in Division 1, Jamie Kennedy's second half hat-trick led Deal Town Reserves home 7-0 against Whitstable Town under-23s. Substitute junior Amazon and Carl Bingley earned Long Lane a come-from-behind 3-2 win against Rochester City. Connor Linton got both for City and Shamal Kilvert hit his third of the season as Langley Sports won 4-1 at Brighton Ropes. In Division 2, Nathan Dobie scored twice as FC Revo beat Lem Valley 4-2. Denny T. Davison was again among the goals with 4-11 for the season as Boca Juniors won 4-2 at Locomotive Canterbury and Hill Reserves with 3-1 winners at Dartford Celtic in the only West game of the day. And in the London Junior Cup, there were wins for AFC Lewisham, Agenda, Equinocchial with a walkover win after Croston Albion pulled out and Sporting Club Thames Reserves completed the teams through to the next round of the competition. This is the Metropolitan Sunday League, part of the Selk podcast, all across the league shows, bringing you the results and fixtures from the Metropolitan League, starting with the results from last week, which was the 24th of September. In Division 1, Bromley Road 3, FC Rondo 5, New Life United 2, Catford FC 3, People's FC Reserves 1, Southside Trojans 1, in the Rompoke Premier, Brockley Athletic 3, Lambeth All Stars 2, Barker 0, Lions United 3, Lustiano 7, Athletic Dildale 0. In the John Pitt Senior, Future Stars against Stuart's Hill United was postponed. Pets were Black Vultures 2, The People's FC 2, South Hill United 6, Catford Wanderers 0. There's a couple of count, uh, count cup, county cups even. Bromwood FC Phoenix 10, Kibbrook Kings 1, FC Cell 1, NLR FC 2, South London Athletic got a home walkover against Northwest Wolves, Haywards FC 0, Peckham Rye Reserves 1, Southwest Lions under 23s 3, Honor Oak 3, Southwest Lions winning 9 8 on penalties, South London Doves 3, Beckham Rovers 6. Thames City Blues got a home walkover against Edmonton Rovers and Orpington Athletic gave the game against Zavalas. That's the results coming up for the fixtures for this week, which is the 1st of October. Starting in the Rompope Premier, Athletic Dildale versus Zavalas. Oh, it's also got here Zavalas versus FC Korea, so I don't know which one's being played. Catford Wanderers versus Petswood Vultures in the John Pitt Senior. Also in the John Pitt Senior, the next couple of games, Shooters Hill United versus South Hill United. Thames City Blues versus Future Stars in Division 1. Catford FC versus Southside Trojans. Orbiton Athletic versus Haywards FC. The People's FC Reserves versus Bromley Road. In the County Cups, Clapham Rovers play Lustianos FC Kruja. Highgate Albion, which is why the game against Savalas won't play. Also in the Divisional Cups, AFC Cell versus Honor Oak, FC Rondo versus New Life United, Kidbrook Kings versus The People, South London Athletic versus Lions United, and South London Doves versus Broccoli Athletic. That's all for this week. Stay safe, enjoy the game, and we'll have a roundup of all the early standings on the leagues next week. Till then, bye.
Welcome back for your latest roundup of the Southern Veterans Football League, part of the Selk Grassroots podcast. Um, we was missing last week due to work travels. I couldn't get anything recorded, unfortunately, so apologies for that. Um, but let's get straight into the results that were for last Saturday, the 23rd of September, straight off with Division 1. Leon Stars 2, Metrogas 1. New Park, nil, LSU, 7. Sporting Santos, 4. Independent, nil. A rocky start continues for Independent, by the looks of it. Um, continuing on into Division 2. Catford Wanderers, 3. LSU Legends, 3. Long Lane, 2. Bow Street Runners, 3. Seagas, 1. Parkwood Rangers, 1. Into Division 3, Borden Sports versus New Park 2000 was given as a home walkover. Hollington, 4. Johnson and Phillips, 4. Southeast Athletic, 2. Bromleyans, 3. And Wallingham, B, 2. Hayden Youth Association, 4 into the fourth division. Catford Wanderers Old Boys four, Cardam United five. Independent Red Nil Sporting Croydon six. Um not a good weekend for the Independent Boys. Um both first and second teams. Um Sydney Sports two Warren Athletic two Greenwich Challenge, Neil Greenway's Aces, five. Um, into Division five, AFC Kamazi Strikers, two. Blythe Hill, one. Quaygas Phoenix, one. AFC Lewisham, five. Fleet Down United, three. SP Athletic, second 11, one. LSU Mavericks, Three, Westrum Seniors, four. Old Peppy's first 11, seven. Sporting Club, Thamesmead, five. Jeez, goals galore. Into Division, six. Crayford Arrows, three. Chips did nil. LSU Seniors, one. Orpington, one. Longlands Athletic, three. Seagas, Supervets, seven. And Slade Green Knights, two South East Athletic, second 11, two. Into Division 7, Borden Sports, one. Warningham, three. Guru Nanak, five. Gresham Borough, nil. LSU Supervets, two. AFC Greencourt, four. And Petswood Seniors, nil. Old Peppy, second 11, two. And there was just one um, cup match. Um, Kent Intermediate Challenge Shield. Um, South East Athletic won. Bexley 6. That is all the results for last Saturday. Let's look at the fixtures for this coming Saturday, the 30th of September. Um, 
or dive. It's, I believe it's cup weekend because there's no fixtures in the first division at all, only one in the second division. So we'll crack straight through these um, and look at what cup games there are going on. So we have in the second division the one fixture in that, Gravesham Borough A versus SP Athletic. Into Division 3, Bromleyans versus Hollington. Johnson and Phillips versus Borden Sports. New Park 2000 versus Wallen and B. Into Division 4, Catford Wanderers Old Boys versus Greenwich Challenge. Greenways Aces versus Cudham United. And Independent Red versus Warren Athletic. Um, Norwood Lakers versus Sporting Croydon. And then into Division 5, Blythe Hill versus AFC Lewisham. Fleet Down United versus Kamazi Strikers. SP Athletic, second 11 versus Croygas Phoenix. Into Division 6, Orpington versus Slade Green Knights. Seagas Supervets versus LSU Seniors. Into Division 7, Wallingham versus Guru Nanak. Gravesham Borough B versus Bromley. <coughs> Super Vets, excuse me. Old Pepe, second 11 versus Borden Sports. And then Seymour Villa versus Petswood Seniors. Now, there are cup games, as I've said. Um, there is an SVFL Senior Cup, which is Bow Street Runners versus Parkwood Rangers. Then you've got the Kent Veterans Cup, which is AFC Greencourt versus MPE Veterans. Crayford Arrows versus Hayden Youth Association. Farnborough Old Boys versus Snodland Town. Who Vets Red versus Seagas. Medway United versus Independent. New Park First Eleven versus Vinters. Old Peppies First Eleven versus LSU Mavericks. Um, Rubicon Limerick versus Chipstead. Southeast Athletic Second Eleven versus Anchorians United. Sporting Club Thamesmead versus Woodcombe Sports and Social. Sydenham Sports versus X Blues. Charcoal versus New Ash Green. And Warningham A versus Hollands and Blair. And the final Kent Veterans Cup fixture of this coming weekend is Welling Park versus Bourne Athletic. Um... Okay, so there's a few teams I've not even really heard of there. Obviously, spanning Kent, so it could be based anywhere, really, obviously, in Kent. So we'll see how some of them pan out. There are some decent home fixtures in the Cup for the SVFL teams. So good luck to all of those teams there. I think we haven't got a game, LSU Masters, um, so I might pop out and catch a match if the weather is decent on Saturday. Um, so I'll see where I'm likely to end up. So, um, yeah, good luck to all teams with their games 
this coming weekend, whether it's league or cup. And um, yeah, I think we'll be the end of the month on it. So it'll be after that. Next week, we'll look at how the early start to the season has panned out for for teams and early pace setters in the league. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening and um, we'll catch up again next week. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast for games played on Sunday the 24th of September. It was the Hertfordshire FA Junior Cup first round this Sunday and the league's teams had a very successful morning with nine going through from the 12 games, although this did include three all Watford Sunday League ties but it was still an impressive display overall. In one of the all three Watford Sunday League affairs, 3rd Division Carpenters Park Royals continued their impressive start to the season as they beat 2nd Division Inter 6-2. Royals had a dream start when they went ahead in the first minute thanks to a Liam Coles volley from around 12 yards out. Jordan Aston Woods doubled the lead after 15 minutes with a close-range effort. Daniel Homer made it 3-0 10 minutes before the break, with Inter pulling back a goal right on the stroke of half-time through Dan Kenner. Coles completed his hat-trick from the first half when he scored in the first minute of the second half. Ten minutes later, he completed his hat-trick with a long-range effort from around 25 yards out before scoring his fourth of the game at 15 minutes from time, this time with a fine solo effort. There was still time for Inter to get a goal back late on through Regan Gardner-Young. There was yet another upset as another third division team, Brickywood Acorns, beat second division opponents, Watford U Sports 6 3. Alex Michael and Jack Micklewright both netted braces for Acorns, with Charlie Barton and Charlie Micklewright also on target. Louis Muncie scored his own double for the home side, with Oliver Frost getting the other goal. Second Division Sparta Phoenix had no troubles against third division opponents as they swept PTH United aside with a 6 0 win with six different players getting on the score sheet. Nelson Gomez opened the scoring with a well struck effort, with Floyd Thompson adding a second before the break. Joey Pasqualis, Craig Putman, Ridwan Shodindi, and Philip Clark all netted in the second half to give Sparta Phoenix their first win of the season. Putman's finish was picking a bunch, finding the bottom right corner with a neatly taken volley. St Joseph's reserves will be hoping to equal the County Cup exploits of their first team, who have won the Hart Senior Cup for the last two seasons and they got off to a great start with an 8-2 away win over Land Rovers. Even without, recognized, without a recognised keeper and playing usual forward Robbie Tocker in goal, 
They had a good morning, with Luke Stallard helping himself to a hat-trick, supported by two goals each from Taylor Cobb and Mitchell Teal, with Ian Tocker netting the other goal. Dunning's Bar enjoyed a 4-0 home win over Hatfield Senior's reserves, with their early pressure and efficient finishing resulting in three smartly taken first-half goals. Two from Nima Mohamed Aguirre and one from Callum O'Grady. The second half saw Dunnings defend sensibly to eliminate any chance of a Hatfield fight back before Nima Mohamed Aguirre completed his hat-trick in style with a rocket from outside the box into the top corner. Everett Rovers, whose previous team won this competition back in the 2017-18 season, had a 4-1 home win against Rose and Crown Mosquitoes, and they had to do it the hard way, coming back from conceding an early goal. And they scored three goals before half-time through Sam Waller, Michael Dankwa and Archie Potton. A further goal in the second half through Jordan Stanley, sealed the win. Woodside Reserves are another team who are hoping to emulate their club's previous success in this competition as the first team lost on penalties in the final in 2022. On Sunday, they beat Classified FC of the Burke Hampstead Sunday League 4-2 with all the goals coming in the first half. Goals from Josh Towell, Tom Garrett and two from Andre Frederico, including one from just inside his own half. Chorley Wood Club AFC beat Monday Night Football Club 5-0, thanks to goals from Jack Billings, George Blanks, Joe Bazins, Nicky Thomas and Neil Pearson. And Abbott's Athletic, BSC Boca Seniors 2-0 with goals from Dan Lomax and Cassian Lee. Hartford Athletic went down to a narrow 2-1 home defeat to Children Athletic with Matt Ingram netting their goal. FC Railway also went down, this time 4-0 to Hemel Ghosts. Nathan Tannen and Callum Littleboy with the goals. And finally, ASC Watford suffered a 7-0 away defeat to Alban Dynamo Reserves. In the one Eric Hand Challenge Cup first round tie, Premier Division Abbots Langley Club had to come back from a goal down against First Division Lacrosse as they eventually ran out 3-1 winners. The upset looked on when, after half an hour, Dave Flannery headed the cross ahead following a corner. But in the second half, the Premier Division team's class came through. Kashi Nakuku turned and shot into the top corner from the edge of the box for the equaliser. And then two players coming off the bench confirmed the win, as first Sam Hardy curled the ball into the net before Ben Knight sealed the win with the last kick of the game. In the Premier Division, defending champions, North Watford, had the table with three wins and a draw from the opening four games. 
but given a real game on Sunday as they ran out 5-3 winners against Glen Sports and Social Club. Glen started the better and went ahead through a fine finish from Owen Ayres, but North Watford hit back with two goals before half-time to lead 2-1. In the second half, North Watford scored twice more before Lewis Putman pulled a goal back for Glen but the home side scored a fifth before Ayres scored his second goal of the game late on. Ashley Lewis scored a hat-trick for North Watford, with Jerome Federico and Jevon L. Tafash also scoring. W.D. Bushy gained a first win of the season after drawing their three previous games as they beat FC Unicorn 2-0 with a goal in each half. One from Joshua Quinn Living, and a goal 10 minutes from time from Harrison Fisher. Casterby Rangers are another team with the first win of the season, as they beat Forza Watford 5-0. All of the five goals came in the first half, in a quite one-sided affair. Rod Ladmore passed to Connor Callahan on the edge of the box, whose shot parried into, was parried into the net by the keeper. A second soon followed when a ball down the right from Jamie McDougall was controlled by Nathan Page who beat a man and hit home a powerful finish one-on-one -on -one with the keeper. A third came from a, a defence-splitting pass from Jaden Chamberlain picking out Rob Ladmore from deep on the left wing, finishing this time through the keeper's legs from close range. A fourth came from a fine solo effort from Jamie McDougall and the route was finished when Cora Callanan's overhit cross found Nathan Page on the right wing who scored with an unstoppable shot drilled in at the near post. In Division 1, Watford Sports are the new leaders as they made it three wins and three as they beat Chester United 6-2. Luke Carter opened the scoring for sports with a long shot come cross, but Chess equalised within two minutes when James Todd got himself on the end of Cameron Murray's cross. Harry Bennett restored the lead with a tidy finish on the stroke of half-time. In the second half, Taylor Kemp hit a double, with Harry Foley and Ben French also netting, before Chess pulled a goal back with a long-range lob from Harry Hewitson. Langleyberry edged past Batchworth by the odd goal in nine as they ran out 5-4 winners in an end-to-end -end game. It was Langleyberry who went ahead through Oliver Eilat but also straight away Batchworth drew level when Callum Danskin driving the ball down the right before cutting the ball back to Marcus Rivers who finished from close range but keeping to the pattern of the game, Langleybury restored the lead within two minutes when a routine ball was miskicked by the defence, allowing Eilat to score his second. The first half scoring was not over yet, as Batchworth scored twice to take a 3-2 lead into the break. First, Alex Hollis scored into the bottom left-hand corner, then keeper Luke Perry's quick thinking after catching a Langley Berry long throw set up 
Marcus Rivers to score his second of the game. In the second half, Batchworth's naive defensive play again caught up with them as they made a hash of defending a free kick, ending up in an own goal. Once again, Batchworth struck back to go 4-3 ahead, Callum Danskin netting. But Langleybury drew level thanks to a Dan Coglan goal, and with time running out, he netted what turned out to be a late winner and a sure heartbreak for Batchworth. Old Falarians and CF Watford Continentals drew 2-2. The visitors looked on course for all three points as they led 2-0 at the break, thanks to goals from Ryan Emanuel and Joe Baloney. But in the second half, Falarians scored first through Charlie Haley and Nick then nicked a point with a goal from Joe Best in the last minute, following a corner which wasn't dealt by the CF defence. Hamza Hussein put Watford United ahead against Chelfon Saints midway through the first half, before Sean Hoare equalised and Sam Hoare then netted the winner for Chelfon in the second half. In Division 2, West Hearts beat Dombar 5-2. Lewis Warnham with a double, supported by goals from Roscoe Tebbs, Aaron Eager and Robert Capita. Jay Haynes and Andy Noonan scored with the Dombar replies. Luke Furlong, Dexter Franklin Beck and an own goal helped Francis George to a 3-1 win, with Alfie Ball scoring for Abbott's Wanderers. Mill Hill Village made it in Division 3 rather, Mill Hill Village made it two wins from three games as they bounced back from last week's 10-4 defeat to beat Everett Rovers Reserves 4-3. Daniel Brockwell struck a brace with other goals from Liam Saunders and Zaki Kamribahi. Regan Weiser and Tolu Aguawu and Kenny Picton scored the home side for the home side in reply. That's it for this week's uh, report, and we'll be back with you next week with all the reports on the games from the 1st of October. So that is it, the end of another show. Thank you to our sponsors, the Down to Play app, Match Arc, Magpie Recruitment, Baldwin Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Skipper Sportswear, Adrenaline Rush Laser Tag, The Grassroots Graphics, and Awards FC. Thank you for listening to the show, and I'll see you next week. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play, or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.